Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We're coming here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who not? You who not? Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program 303-831-1340 The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line Thanks for being with us We appreciate the interaction and the participation Jake's hurting today from a fantasy, tough fantasy loss Well, I won Well, I did make the playoffs So, uh, I also missed the playoffs, Jake So I guess we kind of tied, you know Well, we got the consolation bracket is that a real thing? Yeah. We got consolation bracket. Can we play our way playoffs. back in? No. Ah. Uh, it's just uh, pretty much for like pride. Fourth place? Is it really? Kind of, I guess. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Looking forward a little bit to the Bengals. Not too far forward, not too fast. It's only Tuesday. Let's pace ourselves, guys. Okay? You got to remember. Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals this season lost to the New York Jets 34 to 31. That's true. Um Mike White. Have we had a loss as ugly as that one? Was the Raiders loss as ugly as that one? I think it no. was, bro. I think That's it was. the Jets. The Jets of yeah, all but look teams. Look at the fashion and the style of which they got beat. And Shootout. Yeah. The Jets were due. The Jets were due. Are the Vikings a poop team because they lost to the Lions? Yes. Okay. The Vikings are a poop team. Damn, why'd I go there? Kirk Cousins sucks. That defense, garbage. Okay. Um, You're making me a believer, Jake. I thought you were high on the Bengals at certain points. I was. You know, Joe Burrow's finger's still a little messed up, you know, after he hit it on. I forgot which player's forearm, but it was two weeks ago in the Chargers game. Uh, He hurt his finger, and, you know, he hasn't really looked as, you know, on point as he usually does. And, you know, I think that's going to make all the difference. They're reeling right now, two two losses in a row. I don't think they're there yet. Are the Broncos? Check this out. All things are the same between these two teams right now, right? Records are the same. Who's further along in the process? The process of and the goal of playoffs and uh, uh, playoffs. Pl- playoffs? I, I just hope uh, we could win a game. Playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Who's farther along? Who's further along in the proper process of with the end goal of, you know, along the way, the playoffs, but ultimately like a championship. Who's more due? Who's uh, I mean, like I, I, who's uh, put the pieces together a little bit more? I would say the Bengals. They've got their guy, Joe Burrow, as their franchise quarterback. They got a young head coach in Zach Stevens, and they've got. Their core of wide receivers, of young talent. I mean, they've got a, lo- a lot of young talent just like the Broncos do, but they have their franchise quarterback locked up. And they, they've got a solid defense as well. So I think between having a franchise quarterback, having a young up-and-coming head coach, I think they're further along in the process. But as of right now, I think the Broncos might have the edge in this game just because they have you know, maybe a more well-put-together team as That's a whole. That's pretty well said. 
the Broncos feel, I mean, like the league is all about what's happening right now. Not what happened in week one, week three, two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago. It's like you live and die by what you were kind of last week and then moving into the next week. And the Broncos are, I wouldn't call them a hot team. They haven't proven that all season other than the first three games of the season. But they're playing good football right now. The Broncos are playing good football right now. And actually, over the past couple of weeks, few weeks, with the way they're running the ball, they're kind of controlling action, pace. Um, well, they figured out their identity. I think that's the number one thing that the Broncos I thought they missing. forced the Chiefs into their style of game as well. They just couldn't score any points. But also, what's happening with the Chiefs? They are the hottest team in football. They are the hottest and turn into one of the best defenses in the NFL. They've given up like 60 plus points in like over six weeks time. A buzzsaw. You can't listen. And you know what? That buzzsaw didn't chop you up. You know, you, you, they cut, you, they cut you up, but you didn't get all, you know, they didn't kill you. You survived. There's no moral victories, but I mean, to not get blown out by the Chiefs is a good sign. I mean, the like, are on the right track. I don't know, man. The, the body of work for the Broncos, the Raiders loss was a b- bad loss. And it was worse than the 10 point final score. But also a loss to the Ravens, right? Lost to the Ravens? Yes. Uh, What was the final score of the Eagles game? The Eagles game was like 30 to 13. Was that the worst loss of the season? It, that one might be the worst loss. They were playing good football at the time. They had won about three games in a row. So you got the Eagles at the wrong time, which again, like, well, what do you mean the wrong time? It's because boys look at it. It's, you know, if you, if you, is it the right time for you or the wrong time for them? If that makes sense, you got to go out there and impose a little bit, but also when do we play the Eagles? Once every friggin' six years, right. unfamiliar uh, uh, NFC opponent, a team at that moment like that was s- desperate f- for wins and had a real sense of urgency and kind of was putting it together a little bit. And do you know what the truth is? You had a great player in Jalen Hurts, but a good player play out of his mind great that day, and he carved you. Yeah. And you know they tried to get back in that game a little bit. It was just a little bit too little, too late. So you know I'm not gonna say. My loss is not as worse as your bad loss, but also when you look at the body of work, if we're doing it, because he kind of went down the road with the Bengals and kind of who and what they you know, are and have been this season. They've had some big, impressive wins, so have the Broncos, and they've had some, a couple letdowns. That's how you get to seven and six, though. You don't get to seven and six by beating uh, seven bad teams and losing to six good teams. That's not how the NFL works. So, man, what a wild, you know, home stretch of the season it's going to be for these teams the broncos are listen jake the broncos get like a 30 percent chance of making the playoffs it's like right there if they win this game jake 50 50 i think more i bet you they go to about 50 about 60 i bet you they go about 60 let me run those numbers real quick yeah got about 60 well here's another thing that we are forgetting those two two of the worst losses that the broncos have had this season you know the raiders and the Eagles both were at home. And this game here is in Denver. It's at Empower Field. So they've got to show the fans, they got to show the rest of the league that they can win at home. That that's that's huge for this Broncos team. They have to be able to win at home and take advantage of not only the altitude but the crowd and that's the one well, thing they've been missing. Both teams rush for like 150 in this game or more, maybe more. 
It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to Let me check weather for Sunday. Come on. 52. 52 or 51. A little cloudy. But that'll change by between now and then, I'm sure. Let's get him real quick. Let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy. It's D-I-A, Bert. Hey, Bert. How you doing, Danny? What's up, buddy? I got a scattering report for you with Joe Burrow. Okay. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> What's why? What, why? What's why do you hate him? Oh, I don't know. LSU. Did he Oklahoma, carve Oklahoma? Yeah, okay. That's right. Oh, yeah, okay. Don't take it personal. That, Should have never been in the game in the first place. Listen, we, we're seeing that that team was one of the greatest teams in college football history. That's what they were. Don't, don't take it personal, bro. <laughs> oh, he had that big offensive line. He had everything. He had those beautiful. We got Cushionberry from that offensive line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. Kush. Hey, hey, Bert. Huh? Did you see that uh, Spencer Rattler Uh-oh. transferred to South Carolina? South Carolina? Yeah. There's some ties wanna, there from I Oklahoma staff. What is, what's their mascot? The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. No, be it's careful. Okay. The Gamecocks? Careful. Oh, the Gamecocks, that's right. Okay. No, I was just wondering what their mascot was. It was a Gamecock, right? Yes. Okay. He has... Oh, do you know the, the tight end, Austin Strogner? Austin Strogner is like a tight end from Oklahoma. He's going there, too. He was a beast of a man, of a player. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer. He was Speaking like... tight ends. What? Speaking of tight ends... The Cincinnati Bengals had a hard time getting Kettle down. Do you think that the Denver Broncos have some type of person like that? No. I want to say his name because you know under work with him. Oh no, do it. Say it. Let me hear you. No, I never heard of him. Oja, no, um, Oja Mudia. No, 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 that's Albert Okuwebunam. I got my tight ends and my corners wrong. <laughs> you got Tim Patrick. You got our other tight ends. I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be a game. I'm telling you. I think so too. This yeah, one comes down I, to the wire. This is going to be one of those. Whoever has the ball last is going to do a touchdown, just like they did with the 49ers. Or I like how you said, "Do a touchdown." <laughs> do a touchdown. I like or that. Where the Brandon McManus is just going to win it, and everybody's just going to run out of the field, just like in college. Listen, pregame speech. All right, boys. <laughs> we worked hard all week. We put all the preparation in. We're ready to go. Let's go out there and do some touchdowns. We done get some touchdowns. We go. Danny, we done. We done got some. Room? Say it again, Danny. Have you ever been in a locker room? Yeah, I've seen Peyton's naked my, ass before. My coach. Never did that. He just said, this is the kitchen sink, and he ripped it off the wall, and he threw it at him, and he said, this is what we're going to do to him. Let's go. You're like the coach from the um, Ben show? Who? Yeah, forget it. Uh, hey, have you seen uh, Texas 6 yet? Well, On, of course uh, I have, but why don't you tell the listeners that, about it? Yeah. That's who we need. We need that coach for Sunday. That guy will fire anybody up. <laughs> Coach Lee mm-hmm. from Texas Six. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If right. you can get those nine to ten kids playing in high school down in Texas and Texas Six, I guarantee you, we need Coach Lee right now in this locker room. 
I'm not going to tell you what we need. You know what we need. Let's go. Let's go. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey. <laughs> uh, we got to go, bro. Do me a favor, though. But, yeah, uh, go on to Paramount 6 today, or it's Paramount Plus, and it's called uh, Texas 6, and you'll see who I'm talking about. His okay. name is Coach Lee. Really good coach. Okay. Is he a better coach than uh, Fangio? No. Yes. <laughs> right now, yes. Okay. And he needs to stop throwing that damn flag or whatever the hell mm-hmm. that is. It's a, it's a flag. It's because a challenge he's just flag. losing all of our, uh, what is it? Timeouts. Our timeouts. That's right. And we're going to need a timeout for this one. So he needs to keep that red thing in his <sighs> Yeah, pocket. we probably will need a timeout or two for this one. Good. good. Hey, <laughs> let's go out on that now. Let's do some touchdowns. Okay. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Do some touchdowns. That's what he said, right? Yeah. I kind of like it now. Do some touchdowns. Do, Do some, some touchdown touchdowns. dances. Do some touchdowns. <laughs> Kittle. Is there another? Yeah. Go, just Kettle. go be like Kittle. He's only one of the 10 greatest tight ends in the history of the NFL. He's a sweet kid. Tim Whatever. Patrick feasts. He went for Tim Patrick. Of all the people to bring up on the team. Don't worry. We got the Bengals. We have Tim Patrick. Okay. I wouldn't have started there. He feasts. I would not have started there with Tim Patrick, but okay. That's like, man, we're playing the Bengals and T. Higgins this week. You're like, T. Higgins? T. Higgins is balling out too. I know, but why would we? What about Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon and all the other guys? Man, we got Tyler Boyd against the, the Bengals this weekend. Uh, what? That Uzoma guy. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Back on their side, it's Molly Sports. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Andy, the fifth from Culture Street. How are you, kind sir? Doing well, brother. I like the hat. Thank you. Tell me about it. Uh, it's a Nike SB hat. Okay. And so I needed orange to pick up orange on my sneakers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks so, good. Yeah, thanks, bro. Looking put together today, man. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I have to. Um, How are you? How you been? I've been better, bro. It's just one of those days, weeks. Is it the, uh, this is the stresses of, you know, owning uh, a business and all that kind of stuff or what? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. So I was actually going to ask you guys some advice. Okay. You I, too, I, Jake. Oh, we're great at advice. Yeah. You know, and so the store's been open three and a half years now. Okay. And, you know, we went from, you know, like 10 people down to two people. It was just me and one other person for yeah. like, a minute to survive is one of our COVID. survival stories. No, it was before COVID. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now we've grown to 12, unfortunately 11, because somebody just left the team yesterday. Okay. Big bummer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's 12 people, and we're now an organization, right? For sure. And I have been desperately searching for a leadership style wow. that will be conducive with, you know, the shop, the culture. Well, there's two ways to go about the coaching style. Okay. The Broncos had uh, Vance Joseph. Okay. Can you play a little Vance's work here? He was had the, the gift of gab. He's right. just that I'm a winner. Like, listen, I get the NFL. That's, that's, he literally, 
uh, when they announced him as head coach, right. they said, um, hey, coach, uh, Danny Williams, uh, Associated Press, um, congratulations, coach. I'm um, a question for you. A lot of good candidates. What did you tell John Elway and the Broncos front office to help separate you from the pack to get this job? I get the NFL. Woo. I mean, you dropping <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. Right. So Vance. I get you. Yeah. It's like the ultimate players coach. Right. He's buff. He looks young. Right. He looks fresh off the field. He's like, um, he was the players coach, the ultimate players coach. They loved him. But do you know what? It got out of hand. And while they respected him, there was no authority, mm, you know? Right. And it made it really tough. And I think it got the best of him, and uh, he got fired. Mm. They couldn't really turn the corner. Right. He's in Arizona, the Cardinals, one of the best teams in the NFC, as a defensive coordinator again. Right. Kind of back to the roots, or, you know, you learn a lesson, and he's great again. He will be a head coach again. I promise you, his head coaching style will change the second time around. Sure. Okay. And then there's Vic Fangio. There's a kind of curmudgeon. I don't know how relatable he is. <laughs> right. He's old school. This is how Mike, you know, it's just the, you know. So uh, there's, <laughs> in this football era, Yep. You got to have, I mean, you're dealing with the media three or four days a week. You got to, there's got to be some kind of rapport. You got to like, you got to have a little bit of a mouthpiece as part of the job. Right. You're okay. The but Vic's like the polar opposite. Somewhere in the middle was Gary Kubiak. Okay. Who everyone loved Gary Kubiak. We also respected him. He was like, you know, there was something kind of Southern cowboy about mm -hmm. Gary Kubiak, you know, yeah. like Sheriff, we and like um, John Wayne about him. And he was the ultimate. He put the two things together and the Broncos with less talent than they had two years before when they lost a Super Bowl, right. won a Super Bowl two years later with Gary Kubiak's leadership style. So I don't want to say I necessarily have an answer for you, but I'll, I'll tell you, you're a good dude. Appreciate that. And I'm sure your employees all love you. You're uh, I'm sure you take care of them. You've said things like that to me before about like, you know, that's how, how, how do you find good people and how do you get them to stay with you? Well, by taking care of them. Right. But man, I think also the greatest leaders like myself. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm coaching right, my take. kids, listen, you got to be number one. <laughs> this is me coaching my son's team. Losers in this family. They're eight year olds. Your intensity is for <laughs> win, win. <laughs> Win. I think what makes me a good coach, coaching eight and nine year olds, yeah. is I could deal with each kid different. This right. he needs a back rub. He needs me to get on him a little bit. Right. Everyone needs a little bit of uh, you know push of different buttons. Now turn those into adults <sighs> with their drama. <laughs> Ooh, right. And so, like I said, I've you know I've tried several different styles. I tried the boomer style. Yeah. You know the yell, just listen to me, do what I say. Yeah. And okay, that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then I've tried, you know, like now I'm like in that coaches, like, okay, do we want to do that coaching style where, you know, the, the store manager is now the, the, the team Ooh. captain, right? Because again, it's where I don't want Do you want have a couple guys who think they should have their own? He's not going to tell me because we've been here the same amount of time. No, not, not, not now. There might have been a couple before, okay. but not now. But really, it's kind of like where I'm like looking at this going, okay, if, 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 the team won't respect, you know, the leadership. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're running into a wall Oof, right away. That's true. It's tough. And the it thing is, is I, could, I would love to try to afford to bring somebody outside. It's like, okay, this person has got these credentials. That, yeah. that, you know, basically hire my new head coach. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we can't afford that right now. So I, I got to look, I gotta look inside there. of my I, team. I'd roll in there, Andy. 
I got this. Just that I'm a winner. They're like, what? Your stuff's like, well, who is this guy? I'd be like, you just better shape up, pal. No, I don't know. It's hard. I, so right? listen, I would say that uh, you're lucky to have some dudes. So I know you've been with you for a while. Oh, yeah. You could trust. Got you got to have a handful dudes. of dudes you could trust. That's my saving grace. And I, you know what? I don't, I think it'd be hard to fire people. Oh, it's very hard. I think it's hard. be hard to fire people. Right. But sometimes you got any events for us, McMahon. Sometimes you just, when the going gets tough and the tough gets going, nothing's forever, but for the moment, right. you're fired. I don't know. I'm just joking. You can't fire everybody. I don't have the answers, Andy, man. I wish I did. And, and that's where I know I know it's not family. And that's what businesses always try to Oof. push before. We're a family. Yeah. We're a family. We'll take care of you. That's bullshit. Is it? You know, because again, you know, my guy quit yesterday. Yeah. That's not family. Yeah. Right. I mean, we did have a bond. I, I am like, I'm very hurt that he left. Yeah. So there is definitely a relationship but there. Is, is there? So a, I feel like could a this team, be like almost like a sports team, is oh, more it's the, hard. It's is, hard. Is better of a better fit for a business oh my to gosh. treat versus. Uh, is it what? Is there a chance of what? Reconciliation. There always is, bro. And I've reconciled many times with yeah. got, with my, my other teammates because I get I get being human. I get yeah. being emotional. I get psychological. I get. Well, I would you know, say that. Dang! Don't let one bad situation bring all the good things exactly. you got going down. Yeah, man, you exactly. guys are thriving. Culture Street is like, man. It's you walk in there, and it's one of these spots where you could kind of walk around, get yourself lost for an hour in the store. And then what's cool is I've walked around the store probably a hundred times. And each time I do, I see something different or I'll pull a rack right here. Look, and I'm right. like, dang, look at this cool cowboy shirt or Have something. Have you ever seen a Roomba and how yeah. kind of uh-huh. random it is? Yeah, yeah. That's how it looks like when people shop in my store, uh-huh. just going just all over the place. <laughs> There's not really any kind of rhyme or reason. They're just like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about over here? And then they'll go back to the other spot again and I got see a, something new. It's cool. Andy from Culture Street is here. We want to, he's going to hang with us today. Uh, I want you to tell a funny story about it. There was two different times at the shop. One was like the mom called in mm. and it was like a $400 something and she wanted you on the phone and one of right. your employees was like, ah, let me get you the boss, yeah, man. Yeah. And, then, and, and then there was one where you know, some kid came in too and he was like, you know, this. Or, there was one dude who came in and was like, oh, I wanted to return this. And you were like, I told you this or that. I told you. you, know, you kind of maybe knew that. He might have been a regular. He was the one who had all this money, big wad of money. He was right. counting on that big baller. Right. And he was like, and you grabbed the shirt and you're like, you smelled it. And you're like, oh, so it's, he goes, this ain't your smell vanilla or whatever. <laughs> and he goes, no, man, I swear it was in my closet. And you go, your whole closet smells like this. Yeah. So it was just funny, man. It was yeah, like really man. super funny. So try all the time. The stuff that you got to kind of deal with, man, it's yeah. not easy. I'll tell you, it's much harder than um, going working at like Foot Locker or Fanatics where they go in, that's the price, right. and that's it. Because people are going to. Well, again, like there was one dude another day I was in there, and like one guy, like when one of your workers warned you, like, hey, that dude's coming in, you know, he's got this and that, and I don't know what happened. He was like, I was just like, oh, well, he wants full retail for his stuff or what? And he like, <laughs> we, got, we got a deal done. And then I heard you when I walked by, you're like, Bro, this is full retail. And I was like, we connected. You know, I was like, get him, get him, Andy. (laughs) And you guys got a deal done and all that. But the same dude who might want 650 bucks for this stuff might be good taking 300. For sure. And that's the wiggle room we need sometimes to make the deal work. And you got to tell that guy too, hey, bro, if you want to keep coming in and getting deals done, things like that, you guys just got to take you know, it'd be fair. And it depends on what you bring in. The hotter the item, the yeah. better the offer I'm going to give you. But you could bring me some GR, general release stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm going to stick to a certain margin and I'm not budging. So, Dang. Yeah. 
I like that. Okay, let's go to break. Come back. Uh, talk about. Uh, I'm gonna talk about some Broncos stuff going on. You had these pair of shoes that were. I don't know if they are. Um, they're in the like ten and a half. Mm-hmm. They're Broncos on the tip of the shoe, the old D logo. Yeah. I don't know where they didn't. They, they had to be custom. They didn't come like that. Right. They're in the store right now on the shelf. They're sick. Can't recollect exactly what you're talking about. Old D but. logo on like what looks like a white Chuck Taylor, but it's they're not Chuck Taylors. It's like some I'll kind of. You guys, send me a picture right now. Yeah. Okay. 303 831 1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. 98.1 FM. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Watch us in the stream. Text us. Uh, got something for Andy. Uh, you got to take it down to Culture Street. He's there all the time, except for like Sundays, only day you're not there, right? Yeah, pretty much, yep. So I just think that, man, I brought some stuff to Andy. I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And some stuff he's like, oh, that's cool. And sometimes he's like, oh, man, that's really cool. and make me feel good. I'm like, sometimes you keep stuff and you're like, right. you think the only guy that might think this is cool. You're ready to move stuff. And, you know, I don't know. I brought you all these little shirts, but they were like brand new off the shelf. One was like a Donkey Kong. and was like a Pac-Man. Remember right. those? Yep. There were, um, there's a General Lee. A couple of those were General Lees. Yep. Yep. You were like, if these were adult shirts, I'd be creaming my oh, shorts. Oh, my God. They'd have been $200 shirts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Andy the Fifth from Culture Street on a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. It's Miley Sports. I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. Okay, so, uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink, text line. Andy the Fifth from Culture Street is here hanging out with Jake and I. We've got a lot to talk about. I want to ask you about a couple things in a little bit about... Um, you know, what might make a shoe uh, very popular as opposed to not, and not just by like a limited release number or, you know, it could be whatever, a color. Well, you just took out the number one reason why it It's would the be number one? Limited is going to be the number one reason. Okay. Um, do you know what's the deal with, um, is Kobe going to leave Nike? Because I heard that his wife. They did. She did. She pulled out. So they left. Oh, yeah. Done. So there's no more Kobe and Nike. Uh, for now. Okay. Now, 10 years from now, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like she's ever going to need money. She again. was angry about a couple of releases and things that they did without well, yeah. his consent. They, they kept dropping stuff after he died, and she felt that that was disrespectful. Like, I yeah. kind of agree, especially uh-huh. without her, you know, for sure. approval. Um, how big would it be for, she said that Kobe was flirting with other, not companies like oh. uh, Converse and all that, but like creating her Kobe own. Kobe was about to become a powerhouse. Yeah. In pretty much anything fashion music he was he was about to put his fingers into everything and he yeah. would, and he had the he already to did it. with these what the grammy the oscar yep. the oscar not the grammy but uh with the little short film thing he did you uh-huh. know kobe was i don't know something about was, kobe it was a look it was a style there was, was a company that just went public and he invested like five million turned into 400 million I mean, really his wife just got it yeah Ooh, like, wow Damn. Yeah, he was going to be that next Shaq, that next just multi-billionaire yeah. businessman. Yep. Uh, so they say that uh, one of the hottest commodities in the NBA right now for players is old Kobe's for them to rock and wear. Some guys who are wearing certain styles mm-hmm. of Kobe's that are, again, are getting, they wear on the court right. that are getting harder to find. A lot sure. of guys, especially these days, who might lace up a pair of kicks one time after that game, you know, not rock them again. This ain't, you know, where you're, you know, shoe bagging stuff. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. But I'd say most players, he's ever given their shoes away off unless it's a special kind of custom or something like that. But, um, yeah. So I think you know, I've heard you, that about Kobe's you, shoes are a hot commodity. Because, again, you, you'll see the players. And sometimes they'll they'll come out with a Jordan 1, you know, or Jordan 11, Space Jam. 
not great shoes in today's market yeah. with the technology, but back then, of course, they were great. Yeah. And so with Kobe, it's half respect, right? And then half, they're, they're damn good basketball shoes. Can you buy any pair of, say, Jordan release, retro release, um, and sit on it? And even if it was, you know, not a short release, there's a you can get on, could have got on any Foot Locker anywhere, and they might have had it for a couple months, and then they tried to. Do you think something like that is a good investment, or do you got to kind of dig a little deeper and more limited for investment shoes? It's not that easy anymore. Uh, it's similar, like with vintage and thrifting, that used to be super easy two years ago because there wasn't a lot of people doing it. Yeah. Today, there's everybody. I mean, there's literally resellers. It's all they do every day, all day. They drive around the front down, mm-hmm. up and down the front range, hit all the of stores, course. all the malls to see if they've got a Jordan 1 in, a Jordan 11 in. So things just don't sit anymore. Do you know what? And in the same, there's people who, you know, everyone's got a booth at the Brass Armadillo trying to sell some of the Broncos vintage shirts and yep. stuff like I try to bring you and so you know, everyone's yep. got a, their own little hook. Right. It's like Mike and Frank, the American pickers. Like I said, I can't go pick in Elbert County a barn anymore because there's 10 other dudes who might've slept uh, overnight to be at the estate sale. The first freaking guy. Yeah. And that's being yeah. serious. It's right. like the guys sleeping in the parking lot at Walmart to get the Pokemon, the ETB boxes, yeah. uh, first. Same thing with PS fives, all that. Wow. Yep. yep. Okay. Interesting. It's just, I, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand it. So here's a quick theory. Okay. Uh, back, you know, in our day, yeah, we still believed, and thankfully I was able to attain, but if you worked hard enough, saved your money, you get a house. You buy a house. And that was pretty much your the American dream. dream, your, dream the, of- the big goal. Once you get the house, then you've made it. Yeah. Today, millennials and Gen Zers are screwed. <laughs> they are not. They, Sorry, they, Jake. They're not. They're not. Oh, can I not say that one? Again? No, you can. Oh, no, okay. like he's okay. a Gen. He's, he's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's like his, he's gonna have to buy. So a, far he's gonna have to buy now. a six hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo. No, no. See, that's just it. Instead, he's gonna buy a six hundred dollar sneaker that's gonna go up to twelve hundred dollars in four or five years. Okay. He can't afford that six hundred thousand dollar condo. Yeah. I'm gonna sell my NFT. But he can store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can buy that five dollar NFT that's gonna turn into Dang. fifty bucks. You can buy that <laughs> Bitcoin that's gonna go up. So that's what millennials and Gen Zers are doing is they're putting their money into collectibles. Interesting. Yep. And yeah. so everything is turning into a collectible: sneakers, apparel, cards. You know, from across the board. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Super interesting. That's my theory. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're up against a break here, but we have like about a minute left. Um, you know, what's your eye for when someone's bringing stuff in? Like if there was like, all right, um, here's general stuff we might want to bring in. Bring this stuff into me. So we're always looking for good vintage pieces. Single stitch, you know, look on the hem of the of the sleeve and you'll see if it's a single stitch. That's going to tell us it's 90s or older. Okay. Uh, we're looking for big images, center, you know, nice, a lot of colors. NASCAR tees, any kind of racing tees are always going to be a big plus, of course. You know, concert tees. I saw there's a, uh, like tees, a Simpsons tee that's Simpsons, like oh, 90s. Yeah. Anything there was, like uh, that. We want it bad. Yep. Okay. And then hype brands like Supreme, Bape, V-Lone. Chrome Hearts, like there's a lot of these hype. Where are brands those that brands? Are, can you find that stuff from those brands? Like before, uh, not in Denver. I know, but <laughs> so where can someone uh, from their website only? There's no. Well, there's other resale sites like StockX, but that's Rails. not boutique resale. Where when no. that stuff drops, where's it dropped to? Yeah, their sites, their and sites. then maybe a few other stores. But yeah, again, okay. like they've dialed in limited, uh, you know. So like Nike is like they're the ones with the the, the biggest who, dial. Who is and the they supreme? They know exactly how much to make 
to make sure that resales prices go up and down. Where's the Supreme brand come from? New York. 94, they started. Skate shop. Just a little That's skate it. shop. That's what it is. That's all they were. Okay. You know, they they didn't really have a dream to become what they became. It yeah. just became that because organically their culture said, we, 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 we are for the skaters. You know, they put a skate bowl in their shop. And they resonated with their community. And they never then, knew what it would become. And then they started connecting with music artists. And then so they started collaborating. They were and like, then they exploded. Yeah. They're like, uh, so Fitch, Fitch was like, hey, Abercrombie, we should try to <laughs> make some flannels, man. Maybe some cargo right. shorts. See what happens. Sure. And then all of a sudden, the rest is history. Now, is that still a brand anymore? That's, that's a, such a 90s <laughs> brand, bro. You just I worked at the age. Southwest Plaza uh, Abercrombie, man. You'd be like, yeah. very, one of the criteria was like, all right, let me look at you. Yeah, you look like a model you're in. Right. Now, I mean, there was, um, it was funny. I'll yeah. say, out of all those stores, Gap, all of them, the only one that really stayed relevant is PacSun. Is Pac? It's Pac Sun. Because they carry relevant. a little bit of everything. But the thing is, you walk into a Pac Sun, you're going to see young people in there. You're going to see all yeah, kinds of age true. people. You in are. There. That's true. You, know? you will see dudes like us, and you'll mm-hmm. see some youngsters too. Right, right. Okay, let's go to break. Come back. 303 831 1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Uh, man, it's like I got a million questions for you. We can just talk about it all day long. That's kind of We didn't even talk about the mom you know, calling in or anything. Oh, yet. we got to talk about the mom calling yeah, in. Right. I need to hear what she told you. She was demanding your refund and all that kind of stuff. Do you, you handled it like each customer every single time left like happy. That's, That's rare, That's bro. The goal. That's very rare. Yeah, All right. Uh, let's go to break. Danny Williams, Annie the Fitz from Culture Street, Jake Myers producing the product as well. It's Miley Sport. Yeah, Spider Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. Can't trust a big button to smile is what I've learned from this song. Be careful, be wary. Uh, about six minutes left worth the show. Got Annie the Fifth in from Culture Street. What's up? About to own uh, the whole wing of Park Meadows there. We're going to call it Culture Block eventually. We're going to be like, hey, Forever 21, can you guys shut down? Because we need to expand a little bit. Man, I would love to have Forever 21. Really? They're they're gonna get us inside the mall. They're we, they're already is that talking. The goal? Yeah, really the because spot your spot's a good spot. It is, but we're not inside inside. So Isn't the, there... the square footage is great, but if we had indoor traffic, we would do even better. That's but totally. the problem is it's a lot more expensive, and they don't have a lot of five thousand square foot spaces. Yeah, that's what I would think around would be something like that. So this... I think I'm gonna get kind of squished down into a smaller space eventually. Well, you do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Um. I heard J.C. Penney's isn't doing all that well. Do you know? We'll just take the bottom level of J.C. Penney's. Man, I'll, tr- I'll just put a whole skate shop in there. That'd be sweet. Yep. I could do everything. Man, we'll have arcade. Yep. We'll Ooh. put pop up. Yeah. Ooh, I'm mon- you, we got monster have- golf. That's that's where that's Collab. where retail's going. Retail's going towards more experience. You know, people are all thought, oh, customer service, customer service, and yeah. then Amazon comes, and then they're like, oh my god, brick and mortar's over. No, brick and mortar's not over. No, it's getting sure more not. niche. And it's getting to be more about experience. Yeah. So, and that's what we're trying to do. Okay. We got about five or six minutes left with the show. Um, so tell the story about the mom who called in like, well, the kid came in with like spent yeah. 400 bucks on something. I know. And it maybe it wasn't going his way in terms of the return or the exchange. Who's trying to exchange it for something like that. And then the mom's got on the phone. What does she tell you? Man, doesn't that sound kind of crazy? The kid came in. Yeah. He was like 12, spent like $400. Yeah. 
It's like, man, <laughs> kids spend four hundred dollars in my store. Wow, it's crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, he he bought. A, I think that's probably a, the beauty uh, of Park Meadows. It is, it is. But again, when you know what you're buying in our store, it, that's it's true. got value. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, he bought a Supreme uh, jacket for his dad for Christmas. Okay. Uh, so I think, and then came in maybe thirty minutes later, and he's all stressed out, you know, because it's so funny he's watching these kids because kids really start getting into this around 11 12 okay and you know watching them develop because you know been open for three and a half years i now know some kids at 11 now 15 and it's like night and day mm -hmm. they look like they talk like for little sure. adults they know how to make deals yeah peach it's fuzz really cool the whole thing so anyways this kid comes in all nervous and he's like uh, uh i you know my dad you know i got this for christmas but it's not gonna fit him so yeah and so my guys are you know if i'm not there they just go by the rules sorry yeah. store credit only yeah you know and he's all stressing out stressing out so they finally find me and he's like, what happened? He's like, he's, he needs, he wants to do store credit, but he can't find anything. Yeah. And so I go talk to him and I'm like, well, you know, and he's trying to find something for $400 and I'm going, well, why don't we get him a few things? Yeah. Why don't we get him a hoodie, a shirt? And all of a sudden a light bulb goes off in his head and he goes, oh, I don't need to spend it all on one item. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, no, bro, you, it's $400 store credit in the entire hey, store. That's very cool of you, man. And I so, to yeah, say. That, that totally made his day, made his mom's day because, you know, we were able to make it work. Well, shoot, man. Um, okay. But yeah, we do have to take phone calls from moms. It's kind of, it's weird because like, you know, it's we like, my you're the customer, you. but now I have to deal with you. So it's like, I'm the principal now, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah. And you can't tell if they're like hot moms either, which yeah. we don't care about anyways. Right. Well, plus for me, Andy, it's hard to find chicks who are into married dudes with babies. Right. I mean, there's websites for everything these there days, is. but again, I'm not there out there is. looking, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Uh, so this is like it's the 14th of December. Boom. That's you, got, you have a 10 day countdown. Yep. Crunch time. And I'll tell you, if you go to like Dick's or Foot Locker, and you're looking for something that your dad don't have or that you don't have or, you know, someone or your kid. It's goodwill fodder. Kind of for you. I just think that you go into your shop and you're going to see things that you haven't seen forever or right. that you will never see. Right. Or if I go to Foot Locker, I can go to Foot Locker Belmont, I can go Foot Locker at your mall, I can go Foot Locker here. I'm probably gonna see all of the same stuff. I might see what like yep. maybe maybe Aurora Mall might have a couple different little, you know, sure. joints. Yep. Uh but um you go into your shop, man, you're gonna see some shoes that you haven't seen in years. Right. Clean and I think most cases brand new. Pretty close. You know? Yep. Yeah, we have a lot of new, a lot of pre-owned. Yeah. But we got a lot of sneakers that, you know, are very highly desirable. I mean, we've got $800 pre-owned sneakers, yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, as a collectible, you know, you put that $800 into it, it's, you know. It's, it's a never-lose. It's going to hold its value. It's a never-lose. You it's... don't destroy it. And in a year or two, now that shoe's worth 1000 Yeah. Okay, and you're making a little bit of money off of it. What other shoe are you going to do that with? Everything else you buy is Goodwill fodder. Well, not only whether collectible, you know, even gold and silver are kind of fickle. But, you know, cards, comics, these collectibles that are, um, right. I don't know, man, the truest of form. Are, they're not I've buying houses. Crazy. They're buying collectibles now. Tell me, uh, so where it, your money goes, the value goes. We got like one minute left. People this weekend, man, and this week are going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to try to go to 
Got to go to Mills for two stores. Yep. Got to go to the Michael Kors outlet yep. for a purse. Yep. And then I'm going to go to Park Meadows. Maybe do two malls. Like what else malls is? There? Aurora uh, Mall's a mess. I would just do Park Meadows. I Park mean, Meadows has everything has for everything. one. Yeah. So, I mean, talk people into making sure they swing by and, and that's it. You got All like 30 right, the seconds. Only, well, I can only do it if you come early because if you come later, you're going to hate me because parking is... Whoo, but yeah, if you come in early, parking you know, sucks opens, everywhere. Don't be mad at 10. you about that. No, I know, I know. But again, yeah. Uh, so ten o'clock, you know, if you get there bright and early. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, it's the best mall. It's gonna have, you know, the most options. Come do a lap at the shop. You gotta yeah. see, man. Make sure you come to the backside. You know, there's a lot, lot of times. Even, even during Saturday, uh, people were finding spots in front of my store because people are whipping out in and out. out. So you might get lucky and park right in front of my store. All right, man. Um, Andy, you're awesome, man. We appreciate it. Jake, good job. Gil and Andrew are next. We got to get a cool Culture Street sign back behind. Yeah. Here's something really cool. And then cool. I, I hear you're coming shopping soon, so we need to make sure to get some content of that. We are. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that, um, Jake, what size are you? Are you a medium? I'm youth, a medium. Youth medium? Oh, are we going to shop for Jake? Is he not coming in? We're just going to shop for in. him? Oh, yeah. All right. I'll be in. Okay. Hey, um, Jake, uh, let me get your uh, measurables. Uh, what kind of size shoe are you wearing these days? Uh, 10. Uh, yeah. Okay. Common size. I have to, uh, last year, you know, Jacob, you got to take care of your guys. Yep. You know, Jake's got style and sophistication, grace, yep. elegance, achacha cheese, a little vino. Oh, my compliments. Uh, Andy, thanks, bro. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, you brother. Let's uh, let Andy get to the mall. Go see him uh, today, tomorrow, this weekend. Oh, and by the way, people yeah. are coming. This Saturday, people are like, hey, yeah, yeah, we heard about you on, on the radio. If so, you build it, it, they will come. <laughs> All right, it's Molly Sports. Thanks, guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Passports, I'm never going to jail. I made Jesus.